Hi, friends. Welcome to Encouraged and Equipped. On this podcast, we introduce you to the women of Christ Chapel Bible Church. We love being encouraged to live out our faith in Jesus by hearing the stories of women in our church community. We are so glad that you're here. Many of us like a plan, and that's a good thing. But Yvette Live Say Right presents us something even better, relying daily on a God who has a plan we don't yet see. Through the ups and downs of starting a business, she invites us into her journey of praying, watching, and thanking God for provision. Sure, it might be scary at times, but according to Yvette, it's also fun. Hey everyone, this is Misty Denman, and I'm here with my friend Yvette Livesay Wright. I'm super excited about our conversation today. Um, before we get started, I want to tell you a little bit about Yvette. She has been a friend of mine for I don't know, 12, 15 years, something like that. We volunteered together at Women of the Word many years ago and have kind of um, just always been a great admirer of her ever since then. Yvette is a an entrepreneur, a mom, a Christ follower, a wife, um, a volunteer. And one of my very favorite things about Yvette is that I would say you are one of um, my best examples of, that I've ever had in my whole life of someone who um, lives life to the fullest and lives Aww. life abundantly. Oh, that's and, sweet. Um, Thank you. I watch you and I admire that and you spur me on to do a little more of that because that's not who I naturally am. So thank you for doing that for me. Um, And another fun thing about Yvette is you do not know this, but you have saved me (laughs) countless dollars and hours over the course of the last... Yeah, I don't know, at least a decade because, um, okay, so you can't see us, but Yvette has kind of naturally wavy hair. I have kind of naturally wavy towards curly hair. And my whole entire life, I had always worked to straighten it because that's what I thought you were supposed to do. I don't know why. It never occurred to me to leave it natural. And one time, I, uh, Yvette and I were talking at Women in the Word, and I don't remember if I like complained about my frizzy mop of trying to straighten my hair and it wouldn't straighten or something. And you just looked at me and you said, why don't you just wear it naturally? And I thought, oh. Oh, that's an option. That's an option. And I have ever since. Awesome. I love that. So I cannot tell you how many hours of trying to straighten it that you have saved me and dollars of product (laughs) and whatever. And I literally think about you. Oh, probably three times a week when I just let my hair air dry and it looks great. And um, yay! not sure that I would have ever done that without you. So anyway, that's a small thing that um, you have no idea that I think about you as often as I do. So, okay. We always love to start our conversation with this question. What's a small thing that's bringing you joy right now? Well, I think that... um, my bucket list. <laughs> I just turned 50 mm-hmm. this last year, and I started this bucket list a couple years before that, actually, and it has it has been amazing. Um, what do just, you call it? I call it <laughs> my event or YLW 50 yeah. by 50 okay. hashtag if you want to follow. Love it. <laughs> and um, we, I've done some really incredible things, big things, small things, and it has brought me so much joy just experiencing life in that way and yeah. um, being intentional about finding the fun in life. And that's the one thing that it has really taught me is that 
if you want to have all this fun, you really have to write it down, mm. make a plan, invite the people, do the things. Because like just deciding that you want to have fun is not enough. You have to actually do make it's it takes effort and yeah. it's um but it's so worth it it was so fun it's been fun and <laughs> I'm not quite finished actually uh this podcast is number 46 which I'm super excited about because what's number 46 being on a podcast <laughs> okay no <laughs> <laughs> nope it's be brave and attempt something that scares me and so uh this totally freaks me out to be here, but I'm thankful for it. And I know it's something exciting to do. So thank you. I love that you added that onto your um, bucket list because, you know, do something that scares you and be brave because I would have thought, hmm, no, that doesn't sound like very <laughs> much fun like to fun. me. No, so I'm not going to put it on my bucket list. <laughs> right? Yeah. right. And the yeah. thing is that like the bucket list has been stuff that has been fun, but also um, pushing me mm. To um, kind of grow, even even though I'm 50, like it's we can still grow. You Absolutely. Know. Okay. So tell me a random something or other that you that stands out to you from your bucket list that you've done. Okay. That you're well, so glad you did. I mean, I've go, I've done stuff like gone sailing. Wow. I've done um, a Saturday Night Live inspired photo shoot. Amazing. I did. Um, I started a cooking club with my girlfriends. Um, I dressed up formally and went and had tacos. How with did you even friend? think? It, okay, well, I'm not going to ask you that because we got to get onto the rest of the conversation. But what I want to ask you is, like, how did you even come up with that one? That's so fun. I know. You well, know? one of the things that I did was I started a list. I just started brainstorming mm. all the things that are fun, like, mm -hmm. or that would make me smile. And wouldn't yeah. that be fun? And I, when I made the list, I decided not to judge myself as to what was on that list. If it sounded fun, I wrote it down. And then later I could figure it out. Yeah. Or even if it sounded hard, I was like, no, I can't. I'm just brainstorming right now. There's no wrong answers. Uh -huh. So um, anyway, that's how I did it. I love this, Yvette. I love it. I love it. I do follow you. You have inspired me. I may not do um, anything on that kind of scale, but I do think about um, that's part of what I was saying that I feel like you're one of those people that have... Um, uh, been an example to me and inspired me to uh, live life fully or abundantly. Oh, and so, you. yeah, super exciting. I love it. Thanks for sharing that. That yeah. is a lot of joy and uh, ongoing joy too. Oh, so thank that's you. really cool. So we're talking today really about um, your decision to launch a business. I want to um, hear your story of how that happened. I want to hear how um, you have walked with God in that, how you have seen God at work in your life and that, the ups and downs of it. So um, the first thing I want to ask you is, tell me about what it was like when you first considered launching your business. What was going on in your heart and mind? Um, I, I, ever since grade school, I knew I wanted to own a business. That was like the answer that I had when somebody would say, what do you want to be when you grow up? I would say I wanted to own a business. So like I knew it from, it's just in my DNA, yeah. I think. So naturally I went to um, TCU, got a business degree, got my MBA. And um, I start, after that, I started in the consulting world and then just really had a heart shift and shifted over to nonprofit work. Mm. And um, I moved to... Or I worked in Dallas and mm -hmm. um, worked at the Goodwill there and 
that's where I started all my love for thrifting yeah. and everything. You do have a amazing <laughs> gift of thrifting well. Yeah. Well, thanks. Yeah. Um, and then, um, then I became a stay-at-home mom, got married, had children, stayed mm-hmm. at home. Um, Michael, my husband, um, he was number two at a small design agency in mm-hmm. Arlington, and um, we were super excited about that. Um, it was a great place for him to work, but in 20, oh, sorry, in 2007, when the recession hit, um, since he was kind of number two, they had asked him to take a pay cut, him and the number one guy were going to take a pay cut so that they could keep all of their employees. Mm -hmm. And while we understood that completely, it totally kind of rocked us because we were like, oh, wait a minute, you know, we have this young family. Um, one income. One income. Yeah. Yeah. And it just was kind of like, oh, we weren't ready for that. Yeah. And so um, that's when we decided to send out an email. And I basically gathered up all the all my friends and all my emails. And we sent an email to some, everyone that said, hey, if you need a baby announcement or a wedding invitation or a logo or whatever, just give us a call. We're here. We're going to kind of do this on the side, you know, as Mm -hmm. a little side hustle. Mm -hmm. And so um, basically our life became on the side, everything paper, you know, Mm -hmm. just um, all this fun stuff, little projects. Mm -hmm. And it just grew and grew. And from that email... Um, it slowly grew until Michael decided to go part-time at the agency in mm-hmm. 2009, so a couple years. And then um, through tons of prayer and God's leading, we launched our company, Lola Lorena, mm-hmm. uh, full-time in 2011. That's an amazing story. Um, a couple of things that stand out to me in that. One is that you know that recession, I mean, I remember it well. It was a big, hard thing for a lot of people. And having to take a pay cut as a single income family, um, while you understood it, obviously was a hard thing. Yeah. But who knows where you would be now if oh, God hadn't yeah. allowed that hard thing? Oh, totally, totally. I mean, absolutely, it, it, because it's one of those things where you can't see what's happening, but yeah. you know that you're going to be fine. Um, yeah. I don't know. There was just a piece about it. Yeah. And just the. Th- you know, I could say that I thought of sending this email, but I don't think that was it. Yeah. I mean, I think God was like, hey, send an email. Yes. Yeah, and gave both you and Michael kind of a love for something similar and gave yeah. you complimentary skills for the way oh, you could yeah. each do a piece of it. Totally, um, because he's an artist and he's not a manager or a business person. Yeah. And I'm I'm a business person right. and I love art. And yeah. so it's like a perfect, yeah. a perfect little yeah. side hustle. Yeah, I love that. Um, that became <laughs> a full-time hustle. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I love that. I always am looking for the ways that as you look back at something that seemed um, like uh, a bad thing that God was using for good um, oh, or that yeah. it became a good thing. And that is a great example of that. Yes. So as you're starting out, tell me what some of your fears were um, and how you dealt with them. And, and I want to say as we uh, just kind of in full disclosure, as we um, continue on in this conversation, that my husband um, left uh, – now, we didn't start a business together, but he left his um, – job um, about seven years ago and launched his own business. It is my bent to, I am I am whatever the opposite of entrepreneurial is. <laughs> I like um, predictable and steady everything. Uh, and so it was, um, it was a hard thing for me. It's been a 
a great thing in many ways as well, spiritually, and you know, some good things for us too. But I have watched you and listened to you, and you, and 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 there have been a few times I've even asked you questions um, over the years about how you thought or dealt with this or that. But um, you have been um, one of those. Uh, places that I've looked to to think, okay, we can do hard things, we can right. do the scary thing, um, and God provides for that. So I just wanted to say that because um, I also have, um, I, I haven't done it myself, and we didn't do a joint business, but certainly our family has gone through that leap of yes. leaving the known and starting something unknown. So yes. anyway, it's scary. it is scary. <laughs> so what were your fears? How did you deal with them? Yeah, so the biggest one, like you've touched on, is not you know, no steady paycheck because I was at home and he was our breadwinner. And so to think, oh, wait a minute, like, uh, you know, where's the money going to come from is very scary. And what happens if it doesn't come Yeah. And and we don't, we didn't have like some huge cushion or Mm -hmm. pillow to, Mm -hmm. to, you know, fall back on. Mm -hmm. So, and I, I will say this, um, when you feel like you're being led by God to do something, you you might encounter the world saying, um, "You know, we're in a recession, right? Um, like we shouldn't, you shouldn't mm-hmm. do this or that. Mm-hmm. Like it's not wise this mm-hmm. or that." And and while I'm not saying that you should ignore wise counsel, I am saying that if God is leading you somewhere, like you should listen. Absolutely. And honestly, there are a million examples in the Bible of God asking His people to do things that didn't make sense on the surface. It makes no sense to march around the walls of Jericho for seven days instead of going into fight. It makes no sense for Abraham to have um, just picked up from his ancestral home and just gone Right, and not knowing where he was going. There's and there's so many more stories like that too. So I right. love the obedience and the faithfulness and the courage in that, and the willingness to listen to the Lord, even over people who do have great wisdom and great and experience. Great intentions. And, and, and I was going to say that, yeah, great care for you. Right, and and so I guess what I'm saying is that I you I'm not encouraging you to jump off the cliff if you're just you think it's a good idea. Yes. <laughs> it's more of like if you have prayed a lot about yes. it and you feel and you feel just strongly led to do it. Yeah. I think that's yeah. the difference, right? Great way to frame that. Yes. Because that's I I don't want anyone thinking like, oh Yvette said I should go just do impulsively. This. <laughs> it wasn't impulsive, right? No, it was not impulsive. No. We took yeah. a lot of time and in my story, there's a ton of waiting, a ton of waiting. Mm. So like waiting for the right time to mm-hmm. do the thing, you mm-hmm. know, is is super essential, really. Mm. Not jumping the gun because mm-hmm. I am I'm I'm the one who wants to like oh we have we have a plan let's do it mm-hmm. it's time da 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 mm-hmm. and Michael's the one who was like no it's not time like mm. we need to wait like it, it we need to be patient and mm-hmm. wait and so we're a good balance for each other yeah. but but you know that is one thing that I had to learn basically <laughs> basically I had to 
one of my um, friends just told me to shut up and pray, like stop talking about it Wow. and pray about it. Wow. And when you shut up and pray, like, you know, then that's, it's not, then <laughs> that's gold. Yeah. It's, it's, you've, you've decided to let go of controlling it. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I so had good. to do. That's so good. You have mentioned to me before, and I can actually remember where we were sitting. Um, I think it was maybe at Torchy's Tacos outside. <laughs> and I was asking you kind of questions along this line. This was years ago. And you mentioned a journal to me that you started as your business started. And um, that is a, something I have come back to a million times um, in your example of faithfulness and thoughtfulness. So will you tell us, t- tell yes. us, tell everybody about your yes. journal? Yes. Okay. So I brought it. Um, oh. It's, um, we knew we were on the right road. We hmm. just couldn't see the path. So mm-hmm. I, so I s- decided to start a journal and I'm not really a journaling person. I mm-hmm. want to be that person. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think they're really yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of things I'm like that. I want to be that person. I want to be that person. So I have 17 <laughs> blank journals. Right. Exactly. Because <laughs> if I get the cutest one, surely this time yeah, it'll that'll work. that'll motivate me. Yeah. <laughs> Right. So um, I started the journal and in my first entry, I put Colossians 4.18, which is devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. Mm. And so I knew that that's how we needed to kind of launch this thing Mm -hmm. because it was, it wasn't, I I could sense that it wasn't our thing. Like Mm -hmm. it was God's thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so I started the journal. It lists all of my needs, all of my prayers, all of my cries for help, um, prayer after prayer. And what I started doing was writing down um, God's answers in red so that I could Mm. go back and see the answers Mm -hmm. easily. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in the Bible, they talk about how you should... um, make markers or whatever Mm -hmm. to remind yourself of things. And I feel like if you don't write it down, you forget like all the things that God's done for you or your family. And I'm, I can't say that I'm excellent at that. I have this journal and I have a few years of entry, but like when you asked me to be on this podcast and I pulled out the journal and I started reading it, I just couldn't, I was like, oh my gosh, I wrote that. Like that doesn't even sound like me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it was so precious to look at how God had been faithful all this time. Mm And um, it was, um, it's been awesome. So Mm -hmm. I strongly encourage, even even if it's a year worth of doing it and then saving it and then going Mm -hmm. back and looking and remembering that God loves you, Mm -hmm. wants to care for you, mm-hmm. wants to do all these things, mm-hmm. you know, and um, he really just wants us to remember, right? That's beautiful. And a faith builder? Oh, gosh, for sure. Yeah. For yeah. sure. I mean, it's built my faith. And I only know a couple of the things you've, you shared a couple of the ways that you had recorded things. I remember one time, uh, I think it was at that same lunch at Torchies, and you were telling me about how um, you had, um, I can't remember, actually, I was going to say I remember exactly, but it was something like you were needing this some certain amount of money to kind of be square for the month or whatever it was. And um, uh, that just kind of with no time to spare, that exact amount of money came in. Oh, and, yeah. Um, um, yeah. So what, what, um, 
cash flow is like the biggest problem for small businesses. Uh -huh. Like it's just, that's I think where a lot of people run into trouble is cash flow. And, um, you know, you, you do this work, you have these bills that you have to pay the printer and the, you know, the whoever's yeah. and you have invoiced the client, but maybe they have not paid yet. Mm -hmm. And so like your pay, your, your credit card bill might be due before you've been paid yeah. for it. Uh -huh. And so because we weren't intentionally launching this business, right. like we didn't have the emergency fund that they say you should have. Right. They, we didn't have all that ready, right? And right. so, yeah, so I ran, I came across this verse. It was, it was Proverbs 38, 30, 8B, uh -huh. and it says, give me neither poverty nor riches, but give mm. me only my daily bread was the name or it mm -hmm. was the verse. Mm -hmm. And so I started this daily bread report and here it is. So like, um, it's, wow, it's <laughs> listed the amount that we need in one column by this date. So it's a date is listed. And then if if it came in, I wrote it in red, um, the amount, the day that it came in and the amount that came in. And so everything in red right here, I don't... Uh -huh. is, and so y'all can't see this, but I'm looking at this beautifully written. I can't, from across the table, I can't read it. That's also my eyes too. But I can see <laughs> black, then red, black, then red, black, then red, meaning need, need met. Need need met, but just yes. I mean, so yeah. like just I just looking at it, you know that God is in this with you, yeah. and um, some of these like this one is thirteen dollars over the amount that mm -hmm. I needed, or you know ten dollars over, or hundreds of dollars over, or whatever, and. And so I just realized mm. um, that it was so obvious that God was working and providing for mm -hmm. us. And um, just mm -hmm. like the manna in the desert, like mm -hmm. God was giving us exactly what we needed today, mm -hmm. not too much, just our daily bread, just to keep us relying on His provision and that we should be holding things loosely and not uh, storing up. He asked mm -hmm. them not to store up mm -hmm. the manna either mm -hmm. and just enough, just enough for today. That is so good, Yvette. That is so good because... For me, at least, it's not my natural inclination to want just enough. Right. Well, none of us, right? I guess that's true. Yeah. 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 None I, of us. I want enough to, for me to feel safe right. in the flesh, of which course. is more than just your daily bread. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's also the butter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Right. And maybe some really nice jelly, too. Yummo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's a it's scriptural. Um, it is, I actually do... I pray the Lord's prayer every day, and I have to always pause and really think about that. Um, if asking God for the day's daily bread, so that sticks out to me as a spiritual um, lesson and um, obedience of praying for that daily bread. But that is a a beautiful whatever you would call that a marker towards God's faithfulness, a reminder to you of God's faithfulness, a concrete. Um, Paper, and since yes, you're in the paper business, know, paper um, remembrance of um, the Lord and His goodness and His provision and how He's just in it like that. I just, oh, so good. <laughs> so good. So given 
what how you've seen God provide like this. Um, tell me about how it's caused you to maybe rely on the Lord more, rely on the Lord differently, um, just by the nature to me of owning your own business rather than getting a steady outside paycheck. I think you've you've kind of touched on that already, but tell me more about that. Okay. So we knew that having God leading our business was the only way we could do it. Mm. It was a total reliance that we needed. And um, if he didn't bring the clients or the work, we were we were dead in the water. Mm-hmm. We have a big joke that um, since neither of us have a steady paycheck, if we didn't kill it ourselves, we're not eating it. You know, That's like <laughs> truth. Yes, <laughs> because yeah. like it, we are, we have to do it. Yeah, right. Yeah, but God is bringing the thing right to yes. us, right? Yeah. And so the big lesson to us was that God is a God of details. Like mm. that's where the daily bread report has helped me mm-hmm. realize that mm-hmm. um, He cares about the details. Mm-hmm. Um, in Isaiah thirty eighteen, it says he longs to be gracious to us, mm. and blessed are those who wait for him. And you talked about waiting, yes. So I now mean, you're seeing the blessing of that, right? Yeah. So not rushing ahead, not mm. trying to figure it out ourselves, not trying to control it all, but mm-hmm. letting it ride the way God wants it to ride. And there was so much waiting. There's so much waiting, but um, through the process, he told me. And showed me that um, clearly if he cares about paper, which sounds super ridiculous, um, then he most definitely cares about my kids and my friends and my family because... You know, I only had to wait days to see on that um, Daily Bread report that I needed the $6,000 and I got $6,000 and $13, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. that I, I waited days to see that answered prayer. Yeah. And so many things that we pray about can't be solved in days. Yeah. They're solved or, you know, in years or maybe not in our lifetime. Yes. And so, like, we just have to... Um, rely on God and know that um, it's He's still listening and yeah. still working behind the scenes, yeah. even if we can't see it. Yes. That so it just gave me confidence to wait on these things. Yeah, you know, in our family and friends that um, that we're concerned about and yeah. and worried about or yeah. whatever. You yeah. know that we want good things for our people, yeah. and um, sometimes you have to wait and see what God does. You and know? let God do it His way rather That's than right. cramming, trying to trying to cram a fix or a solution. Right. The through. square peg and the round hole, yeah. just it, it, it doesn't yeah. work when we try to do it ourselves. Yeah. And so um, I'm super thankful to go back and, and have this opportunity to look back. And yeah. um, so thank you for that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So did you ever doubt that it would work? Did you ever just think, was there ever a point either before it started or sometime, you know, after you were kind of all in and you thought, I don't, I don't know if this is happening. Um, and how'd you work through that? If so. Well, that's, that's when I went back and read the journals. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I was pretty afraid yeah. <laughs> at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Very afraid. Mm-hmm. You know. I'm almost glad to hear you say that. I'm, I know that we're not supposed to fear, but... You obviously have had great faith. You've obviously walked with the Lord through this, but it feels very uh, normal to me that you would have 
oh, fears and very, fear, and yes. I've had a lot of fears. So it helps me to watch you and think, okay, you had fears and you figured out right. how to trust God through it rather than, no, oh, yeah, this no, was we're not like, super, super easy. Yeah, no, yeah. superhuman is not, I mean, there is none yeah. Yeah, true. <laughs> like that. And, and the fact of the matter is that we... Fear is still an emotion that God created, right? So, like, there, it, it's it's something that we are going to experience as a human. Mm-hmm. And so, how do we move through that? How do we get to peace? Mm-hmm. You know. And mm-hmm. so, I did it um, by journaling and writing it all down, mm-hmm. and tons and tons of prayer, mm. and um, and even in the most stressful times. When we thought, oh gosh, the money just isn't going to come in, or no one is knocking on our door, mm-hmm. or anything like that, mm-hmm. I I would look t- to Michael and say, um, "Did we make the right decision?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, "We totally made the right Aww. decision." You know, yeah. it's okay. It's okay that it's stressful. That doesn't mean it was the wrong decision yeah. just yeah. because it's stressful, yeah. or just because there's unknowns, yeah. or anything like that because i think sometimes in life we think it will only it will only be perfect if it was right you know yeah. and yeah. that or if god is asking me to walk through this it should be easier maybe right. or right. whatever and that's, and that's not, not true. necessarily yeah. true like it might be and right. it might not be mm-hmm. um but the only way to kind of have a peace as to whether he wants you to abandon or if he wants you to move forward yes. is through prayer in yeah. my case at least yeah. um just Otherwise, you're going on your own gut, and your gut a lot of times shouldn't be trusted. Trust in the Lord <laughs> with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. On your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will make your path straight. I totally right. just thought it. I mean, right. that's a perfect example. What you just said is the embodiment of that verse. Well, really. thank you. But the, it, but the thing is that it's we want... we. We want to lean on our own understanding, and we think our yeah. history and our yeah everything that your education right your you know yeah so experience yes or you know yeah somebody else's example of what happened or worked for them right yeah right yeah exactly all of that so okay it's 2019 um, tell us about business <laughs> right so fast forward yeah. to COVID yeah and so we are. And by that time, we thought, okay, let's, we need to kind of focus our business. Let's, you know, in 2018, (laughs) we Mm. were like, let's focus on um, wedding invitations. We Mm. love doing them. Um, We enjoy that industry and the brides and everything. And, (laughs) um, and we thought, okay, we're going to focus on invitations because Michael is super creative. He, um, we can be, have a different kind of vibe in that, in that industry. So, um, that's what we decided to do. And then, you know, COVID hits and all of a sudden there aren't any weddings. Wow. (laughs) And you're like, oh, that, that wasn't something I was expecting. Right. And so, um, our business came to a complete halt. Like wow. I've never, like nothing we've ever experienced. Like of crickets, crickets. And there's no parties. There's no, no weddings. Parties, there's no, no weddings. No nothing. Wow. And so um, we um, 
we're obviously concerned. Yeah. <laughs> and brainstorming on how we should pivot. Yes. But um, the biggest difference was that we didn't have the fear that we had at the beginning because which, because of the history yes. i mean because the because we knew god had provided mm-hmm. this whole time mm-hmm. we knew he wouldn't lead us here to abandon us mm-hmm. we knew all of that and mm-hmm. so that is beautiful you can at least you can still sleep yeah. <laughs> when you when you don't have that fear yeah. that you're alone or abandoned, yeah. you know. And so um, it was it was awesome. And I could also kind of be an encouragement to other people yes. who this is their first time to not have a paycheck, wow, or their first time to have their husband at home, yeah. <laughs> or something. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and so um, it was. It was a a totally different experience than we had when we started, mm-hmm. and um, but it was super. It, I I felt great and super thankful that God had already led me through all of that, so that I could be a little less fearful. I'm not yeah. saying that I had no fear. I'm sure. just saying it was less. You, it, you knew what to do with your fear. Right. I feel like you right. knew to take it to the Lord. You knew to trust um, Him because you could rely on um, the history you had with Him and He had with you of being faithful. Right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, gosh, what a gift it is to be able to share that with other people during that crazy time because um, I think that was financially, um, that was not a difficult time. Um Life went on as normal um, for us, but I think one of the things that was heaviest on my heart during that time was um, all of the people you saw around you whose whose industries had just disappeared. Yeah, yeah, and it felt like there was nothing you could do to help. Right, and and that it was it was a worldwide thing, not even like Fort Worth or or my friends or my family. It was everyone, and it 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 felt um, I don't know like. Like there was a camaraderie that we could yes. be building, yes, because we all were experiencing the same yeah. hardship at the same time, yeah. and so um, I don't, I don't know. It was, it was really hard, but um, I'm thankful yeah. that we had already done some of this work, yeah, so that it wasn't as hard yeah. for us as it yeah. could have been. I also even think that it um, having that. Previous history with the Lord um, to rely on probably freed up some like mental, emotional, spiritual space for you to be able to even think how you would pivot, to think how you would um, be able to walk alongside somebody else in it rather than just trying to control your panic. Right. You know, yeah, like you've had you the want space to go to into that. panic. Yeah. Mode. Yeah. <laughs> you totally and do. other people might not have been able to because it was their first time for that right, kind of right. thing to hit. But what a gift it is to. Um, to have had a little, um, you know, to have had some spiritual development, some whatever kind of development that you could lean on in right. those times. Right. Gosh, that's cool. Yeah. That's not something we had talked about. I think that's really neat. Um, okay, so you've already told me several lessons you've learned away, but along the way, um, which I am carrying with me. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but t- what else? What else? Tell me some other things you've learned. I just want to hear... Um, Lessons you've learned along the way, um, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Well, thanks. Um, I think one of the first lessons, or not first lessons, but one of the lessons that come to mind is um, 
I was reading uh, Paul David Tripp's book, New Morning Mercies. Yeah, which I love. Uh, I love that book. (laughs) It's like a devotion, a daily devotional. Mm -hmm. And um, he talks about prayer in one of the days and um, how we tend to see prayer as us writing a bunch of things down on a sheet of paper and handing it to God Mm -hmm. and asking him to sign off on all these things. I Mm -hmm. want this. I need this. Mm -hmm. You know, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And he challenges us that our prayers should evolve into us handing a blank sheet of paper to God Mm. um, that we have signed saying, God, you fill in the sheet of paper and I will agree to do whatever you write on it. Essentially, we're asking him to take over and him to take us where he wants us to go. Yeah. Um, Obviously, that's a super scary proposition. It is to let go yeah. of things, and um, because I desperately want to control, I like to control things. Yes. And but essentially, we're as we're giving God the pencil to fill in the paper, and um, so to speak, and that that is a scary thing. But I am learning to do that more. Mm-hmm. I've seen more fruit when I let go. Mm-hmm. Um, than when I try to write the script. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you can do that when you understand and have seen God's character and heart and love for you, which you've kind of said all along the way. It's about trust, yes, really. Yes, yeah. And, and that's really what you're saying about COVID, too, is you could trust Him because you had seen Him provide before regardless of whether it was exactly the way you would have anticipated, planned for, wished for, whatever, you saw him provide um, for your daily needs, and you saw that he never left you. So right. that that are those... I think that's the only times that you could even um, attempt to do the scary thing of handing him a blank sheet of paper rather than right. a sheet with your wants and needs when you can trust his character and his heart. Right. And and again, I do want to say that like I'm not perfect at that at all. Like I, I know that. Uh, None yes. of us are. And I don't right. I don't hear you saying that. I no. just hear you saying that over the years, particularly through Lola Lorena, you have um learned to see God for who he really is. Yes. And to trust where he's taking us. Like, it's okay. Sometimes I feel like I'm on a rocket with a huge tail that's been lit and I just don't know where that rocket is going. Yeah, which direction he's pointing And when it's going to take off or when, if it's going to take off, you know, like, so the, it's, it is about um, just kind of letting go. I think that's. Yeah. A daily struggle it to is. let go. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's one of the lessons I've learned. I love it. I love it. And it's you um, watching you has taught me that as well. Oh, so good. Sweet. Okay. What else? Okay. Um, a fun, <laughs> a fun one. Yeah. Is from my bucket list. Yes. Is that I've learned that if you aren't having fun in this life, uh, essentially you're doing it wrong. <laughs> because that I'm is so <laughs> interesting to me. I, yes. <laughs> I just am so fascinated about it. Tell me more. Okay. So I, I think it just all it all it takes is effort. Really, that most people want to join you in the fun. Yeah. And you are essentially responsible for the energy that you bring into a room. And so like, if you don't like the energy, then change it, right? Like take charge and do it. And so in my mind, one of the things that I um, 
one of the things I have changed is if, you know, you go to lunch with someone, you're like, or you see someone, you're like, oh my gosh, we need to have coffee. And you both say that and you both want that, but you don't actually make a plan. Right. It won't happen. Correct. Yeah. It won't happen. How many times has it happened to me? A gazillion. Yeah. So then two years later, you see the same person. (laughs) We should have coffee. (laughs) We should have coffee. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So true. Oh my gosh. I can't tell you how many times this has happened to me. It's okay. It's okay. So so one of the small changes I have made is like pull out my phone and make the appointment right then with them yeah. right then. Yeah. Because if I want to have coffee with you, yeah. Misty, we just have to plan it. Yeah. It's about planning, uh-huh. being intentional, uh-huh. seeking out the joy, yeah. not just waiting yeah. for you to call me yeah. or, you know, waiting for me to bump into you again. Yeah. Or, you know, if, if you're, if you're feeling kind of lonely, just call somebody. Somebody else is also feeling lonely, right? right? I feel like you may have, correct me if I'm wrong, but it feels like in owning your own business, you have had to be proactive and thoughtful about what all the pieces of your life look like. You can't own a business and just let life come at you. You have to to go get it. Go get it. Yes. yes. Have an intentional plan, follow through with it and whatever. And that has bled over into these yes. other areas yes. of your life. Yes. That's really interesting. Yeah, because the the thing is that you just can't sit and let life happen. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. you can, but it's just not that fun to yeah. do that, yeah. right? And you don't have all the... T- now that I'm 50, I, I realize, like, I don't have the my whole life ahead of me, right? right? I If I have... 40 more years, 30 more years, 10 more years, two more days. Like mm-hmm. I want those next two days to be fun, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. not fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and and what I love about that is I think um, sometimes people, and I have had this tendency before, you kind of divide up um, work from fun. Like there's work and then there's fun. Or you divide up... Um, um, I don't know, some sort of spiritual responsibility and fun. You're saying they go together. Yes, and play is important. Yeah. Like adult play yes. is yeah. important. Like sailing, to our like the yes. cooking club, yes. like the yes. tacos in a formal yes. dress. Yes, just for, yeah. just to be silly is fun. Yeah. And it brings joy to the people who are watching you do it. Yeah. It brings joy to yourself and your the friend you invited along. Yeah. And it's it's just fun and it's good mm. it's good for your soul to play, mm-hmm. um, they there's this over importance people have put on productivity, and mm. Brene Brown talks a lot about that, and and mm. and the importance of play, and um, I think it's super important to not put productivity on a pedestal. Mm. Like it's okay to rest, it's okay to play, it's okay to um, you know, just stare off into space. It's really, all those things are okay. Mm-hmm. We'd, every moment doesn't have to be productive mm. and every moment doesn't have to check a box or mm-hmm. it's not healthy, you know. Yeah. So yeah, it's... Yeah, that's a great truth. Um, so anyway, I, it, you know, it took 50 years, but that's okay. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, whatever. <laughs> it, 
it's better that it took 50 years than 60 or 70 or 80 right. or you never got there. Or it's you're on your way out and thinking, man, I right. wish I had rested right. some right. or had fun well, or, or whatever. Or spent more time with my family. You know, yeah. they, that whole thing, like nobody want, nobody says they wish they would have worked right. more or whatever. Right. Same idea. Right. So like just intent, scooting the people and relationships back onto a priority list in mm. taking charge of spending time with them, making memories with them, having fun with them, mm-hmm. because that's what gets remembered. Like mm-hmm. when you think of your loved ones or whoever have passed or, um, you know, that you don't see anymore, mm-hmm. what you're remi- reminded of is all the fun mm-hmm. you had together, mm-hmm. right? And- yeah, that's so good. It's interesting too, because as you're saying all these things, I'm thinking in my mind, I wonder if someone who um, works for um, somebody else who, let's say it's a really demanding job, it takes lots of hours or whatever, if they're thinking in their head, well, I can't do that because um, I have these XYZ external demands on me. But actually, I think, and and I, I get I get that pushback. On the other hand, the one of the things I have observed in my husband who owns his own business is... I think in lots of ways it's super hard to to stop working when yes. you own your own business because you could always be doing something else oh, or more. Oh, there is always, yeah. always something yeah. you could be doing. Yeah. Yes. So and I appreciate even more that you have chosen to intentionally um, take time for these other things because it would be easy not too. Right. And, and, and you could justify it. Oh, totally. And the thing is that I think we, we did it, quote unquote, wrong the first however many years mm-hmm. be, and burnt out yeah. because you you could work, you know, uh, 24-7 yes. if you wanted right. to. Right. And... Um, <laughs> and that didn't go well for it you. It didn't go well. Yeah. I have a. I remember a guy that uh, I got my MBA with. Uh, he said, "I'm going to own my own business because I want to work half days." <laughs> and 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 he's and the joke is that like he he didn't realize that half days meant nine to nine. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> Right, yeah, so like right. it's right. that's how it could be nine right. to nine, yeah, and then you're left with nothing, yeah, and and you're also empty because you feel like totally worn out, mm-hmm. and so um, we kind of got burnt out, and we were like, okay, no, we are going to we, Michael and I every day take a lunch break and we watch <laughs> a little something on TV mm-hmm. for lunch, mm-hmm. then we take we. You know, he works until 5.30. He works from home, so it's easy. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, sure. you know, he, he works until 5.30, and then we're done, unless there's, like, a major something. Right. But otherwise, we have to put up these boundaries, yeah. or else we could work yeah. all the time. Yeah. That's really good. That's good. Okay, last question. If you were having that coffee that you intentionally set up in your appointment book right that moment when (laughs) you saw them passing by them in Central Market or (laughs) whatever, um, and they were maybe thinking about trying something new, whether it was work-related or not work-related, doing something new that felt risky, what advice would you give to her? Oh, my gosh. I would say yes, 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 yes. Take the risk. Do the thing. Um, Like I said before, though, like with prayer, right? Absolutely. You know? Yeah. But... Yes, do do the hard thing. It's so 
it's so fun to mm-hmm. watch how it all plays out. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, I would totally want to be their cheerleader. I, just to watch other people be brave is mm. is something that really motivates me to mm-hmm. be brave. Mm-hmm. And so um, I would, you know, I would say yes, yeah. do it. You I know. Love and it. I would also say, can I come with you? Because it sounds I love fun. It. <laughs> I told you, you have been my example of someone who lives life abundantly, lives life fully, has fun. And that's been, you have been that example to me. So thank you, Yvette. Thanks for sharing your heart. Thanks for sharing your walk with the Lord. Thanks for sharing um, how you have seen God in hard places and waiting places and risky places. And just appreciate your um, willingness to share your story with us. It's um, it means a lot to me. Oh, so thanks. Well, thank you for yeah. asking me. Yeah. That's, gonna, it's my pleasure. I'm going to pray for us. Lord, thank you for being a God that asks us to do hard things, but then never leaves us. Thank you for being a God who um, leads and guides the way um, every step of our lives. Thank you for being a God who um, always asks us to continue to trust and walk closely with you. Lord, I pray that our conversation would be an encouragement today, um, that we would honor you with um, our obedience to you um, and the words we say and the lies we lead. And I ask all that's in your holy and precious name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. For more episodes, be sure to follow Encouraged and Equipped.